Hey, 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 it's Dr. Erica here. Welcome to this episode of Better with Dr. Erica. I'm so excited that this episode will be discussing movement and healthy lifestyles. You know, a lot of people have been struggling with this, especially during the wonderful pandemic. So stay tuned. You're going to want to hear all about this. This show features Dr. Diana Lake, and she's bringing all of the knowledge, y'all. She is an emergency medicine physician, menopause wellness expert, fitness and weight loss coach, best-selling author, speaker, autism parent advocate, and founder of Dr. Dive Fitness. I know that is a mouthful. (laughs) So you know she is ready for this conversation. Do you remember the better seven? Those seven essential areas to put you back into your life and to live that life that you were created for? Well, this episode features one of them steps or you can say movement and we actually also mentioned structure sleep support and supply so this is full of the knowledge y'all you're going to want to stay on to the very end because there is something for everyone whether you are already on your fitness journey struggling with your weight or frustrated with feeling overwhelmed this episode will answer these questions what are ways to get unstuck how do you get past the inconvenience of a healthy lifestyle Can movement do more than help your physical body? How can you make exercise fun? What are signs that mental health is getting in the way of your healthy lifestyle? What are some strategies to make time for you to take care of yourself? Now you know there are going to be some shareable moments in this episode. Let me tell you how we do it in Better Nation. Just share the quote helpful tidbit or your thoughts with the hashtag Better Nation on any social media platform. See, it's easy. Now you know what to expect. Now to share highlights of the show. So it's time for you to actually hear the episode. On to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Better with Dr. Erica. And I am your host, Dr. Erica, your double board certified Harvard trained psychiatrist. And I have a super special guest for you. Now, the first thing is I need to warn you, you know that reading bios is, it's just not my ministry. So I'm gonna tell you about her, that I'm gonna let her tell you more Because as I said before, even though reading is fundamental, eh, and I can read, it's just not my ministry. The next thing is don't forget that we both happen to be doctors because, you know, you already listened to the intro, but we are giving you some educational information at this time. Unless you pay us directly and you know who you are, we aren't your doctor. So just want you to, to want to remind you that. So let's go ahead and get this moving. So today I have someone super special for you. I have Dr. Diana Lake. Now, beyond the fact that her name just sounds super duper cool, like I just want to say it again, Dr. Diana Lake. <sighs> I'm so excited to have her today because she is like literally brilliant. And I know I see quite a few people are brilliant. It's probably because I just know some really good people. So Guess what? She's not only an emergency medicine physician, she's a menopause wellness expert, fitness and weight loss coach, best-selling author, speaker, autism parent advocate, and founder of Dr. Die Fitness. I challenge you to say that fast three times in a row. That basically just says she does all the things and she's super smart. And the really cool thing about her is she's so approachable in a time where she's so smart, she could just look down on all of us, but she does it which makes her super duper great. But the thing that I really love is that she uses all of this clinical information and somehow blends it in a way that she takes this knowledge and passion for fitness and for being a weight loss coach. And she puts this all together through everything she does to have this holistic approach to disease prevention and just helping people have overall wellness. Now, I know she could say it better than me. So I'm going to let Dr. Diana, tell the people a little bit more about herself. Can you do that for me, please? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Dr. Erica, for inviting me. I'm so excited. Yay. (laughs) Okay. 
Okay, so um, as Dr. Erica said, I'm Dr. Diana Lake. I am a mom to two boys. I'm a special needs mom. So I'd like to mention that because people think, you know, you have to have it all perfect, right, mm-hmm. um, to, to do the work that we're doing. And, and you really don't. There's messiness going on, <laughs> you know, and we still move through them. And we take everything that comes and we use everything as an opportunity. So when I mentioned that I'm a special needs mom, I, I like the special needs parents and special needs, you know, listeners to know, hey, this can work for you no matter what the, you know, issues are that you are working through. So, yes, I'm a mom of two boys, uh, emergency medicine physician, a fitness and weight loss coach. I also work with women to relieve their menopausal symptoms. All, and I'm dating I'm divorced and dating. <laughs> so that's oh, a little we can, extra. We, we can have know. an entire conversation about dating. <laughs> right. So that's that's a that, that's just another facet of life. Let's throw that in there. And yeah, so I'm I'm doing several things, but find a way to really integrate it all so that it works that um, I get to, you know, take care of myself. I get to do my self-care. I get to, you know, be present for my kids and also show the people that I work with, my clients, how to do this as well. So it's kind of a walking billboard. You know, I'm doing it. They're seeing me do it. And and then I'm supporting them in creating a healthy, fit, fabulous lifestyle, no matter what is going on. (laughs) So basically that's it. I'm so excited to have you because if you don't follow her on social media and at the end, we'll tell you where exactly to find her. And that will also be in the episode description is the thing I love is that, as they say, she puts her money where her mouth is. And that one of the things that's beautiful is you actually can physically see that she makes space for herself in the midst of caring for others, helping others. And also being a mom, that she actually, there is space for her in it. And you get to see her having this wonderful time engaging in this corner of her life that is literally hers. And I think that's a huge thing, especially for my audience, because it's so easy for people to be really busy and give and give and give and show up for work and show up for your family and show up for your friends and show up for your community. And we're all adulting. So some of you are actually showing up for ailing parents or even ailing siblings. And then you end up coming in last that you're not showing up for yourself at all. And I love that Dr. Diana is literally, as she says, a walking billboard of ways to somehow make this work that she is present in her own life and not necessarily just this one big pile of service that doesn't serve herself. Absolutely. And I mean, the the other point there is when you start to take care of you, oh my gosh, it just opens up the possibilities of everything else. It's like a ripple effect, right? Because you take care of you, you feel powerful, you feel well, you are better situated to share your gifts now, right? With everyone else, with the people at work, you know, they see you differently. They're like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, you're glowing, you look happy, you look, you know, and people can really sense that when you're making your health and wellness a priority, all the other things you're doing just improve because you're just showing up differently. So that's a big win when you really make taking care of you a priority. That's that's and it's good for people to those those analyzers out there. <laughs> it's good for yeah. them to know what's the benefit, right? You know, what's in it for me and who's who else gets the benefit when I do this work for myself. And the beauty of doing this work for yourself is at the end of the day, there are all these things that actually can take years off the back end of your life, which is very which happens a lot for people that are just high intensity caregivers, and also when literally your life is just work, 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 work. Um, not to be mistaken for Rihanna's work, 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 work. <laughs> I always think of that little that little video of the little pig that's kind of twerking. Uh, but if, if if you all out there don't realize, my head really does work like Ally McBeal. Um, that everything starts having a soundtrack, is that when you don't take good care of yourself, then that potentially is taking years off the back end where you may then start having other 
physical ailments or possibly just get so exhausted. And then all these people you want to be here for and all these people you want to serve don't get the blessing of your service because you end up disabled or dead. Absolutely. Which is not bringing sexy back. (laughs) Right. And I mean, or burnt out, even if it doesn't go that extreme, you're burnt out, you're depressed, you know, and you just show up in a way that people don't want to be around you because that energy, you know, is is not inviting. I'm going to put a pin on that. We're going to circle back to that because I feel like we're in a season where we talk about this pandemic of the COVID, or as my dad calls it, the COVID. (laughs) I have very colorful parents, very colorful parents. But we're also, it feels like we're in this epidemic of burnout. Um, So I do want to circle back to that because I I think it really plays into a lot of the things that both of us do. But I want to see if it's okay if I ask you just a handful of this or that questions for the audience to get to know you a little bit more. Um, Even though we've been talking quite a bit, they probably kind of know you, but I don't want anybody out there that's been listening to be curious and be like, why didn't you ask her? So I'm an equal opportunity, this or that questioner. Okay. Okay. So, So the first one is steak or sushi? Oh, sushi, for sure. I love sushi. I had sushi twice this week. <laughs> Look at you. Good for you. <laughs> sushi for sure. Yeah, I, I did have one little error of having them torch something that shouldn't have been torched, though. I was like, I didn't like that. He's like, yeah, you should have torched that. I was like, I just got excited about a brewery style. And I was like, yeah, do it with that one. Nah. So I had one little fail, but this isn't about me. It's about you. The next <laughs> one is tea or coffee? Tea. I am. Oh, my gosh. Green tea is great. Right, it's a natural fat burner. I usually see my cupboard of teas. It's quite impressive. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> tea for sure. I don't even drink coffee, so it has to be tea. Me neither. Um, what? So you say you like green tea? Do you have a favorite kind of green, or just green in general? So I like green and peach, green and blueberry, mm-hmm. green and pomegranate. I get uh-huh. sexy with it. <laughs> I I am not I'm not mad. There's one out to see if maybe we can send you some. There's um, one of my good friends that owns a tea a tea shop, and they have one that's um, a, I think it's a Kyoto cherry rose sencha. Oh gosh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> no, but it it's a mouthful of yummy. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, sure. Of the yummy. And running or biking. Running. Now I'm 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 not the fastest runner, but I like running. I like the mechanics of running over biking. I'm not mad at that, and I, I'm proud of you for still having knees and ankles that work. <laughs> because I know so many runners in there. A lot of my good friends that are runners are so broken down. And you know that's the thing. I don't push to be fast. I just want to get it in. You know, Mm -hmm. so I'll do my 30 minutes or whatever it is. But the thing that I love even more than running is my elliptical. Oh, that machine. Oh, my gosh. I bought it in January this year for my birthday, for my birthday from last year. I bought it. It it came in January and I've broken up with my treadmill. (laughs) My treadmill has not seen me since the elliptical showed up. (laughs) You need a dear John letter to your treadmill. (laughs) Yes. I was just like, okay, this works. It works your upper body. It, you can literally, you know, do resistance training on it. You can tone and sculpt. You can do so much with it. And it's not just sitting on the bike, you know, and just doing your legs. Mm-hmm. And it gets a, you can really get a total strength training and cardio at the same time. I love it. I'm not mad at that. Yes. I'm not mad at that. Um, running is not my ministry. <laughs> um, but... You know, I used to do the elliptical a little bit, but okay, this isn't about me. I'm just having this moment. I'm just having this moment, y'all. <laughs> so um, there are a couple of things I wanted to circle back to, but the first thing is, how did you end up getting interested in kind of wellness, fitness, healthy lifestyle, healthy habits? How did you get interested in that? Yeah, so great question. 
I got interested because I was looking for an outlet. (laughs) So this was back in 2012. Um, I was going through a divorce. As I mentioned before, I was divorced. So um, I was going through a divorce. And I, as you know, that is a pretty traumatic time for anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just was in this pity party, you know, feeling ashamed, feeling humiliated, feeling guilt, all these emotional things were going on. And my mental health was not in the greatest place. And I'm in a mom group uh, called Mocha Moms. I've been in it, gosh, since 2008. So, you know, I had some sister moms in the group. um, And one of them came to visit me. She knew I was going through some issues emotionally and I was just a mess. And she said, let's go for a run. That was my first time running ever. Wow. I was like, girl, I don't run. <laughs> what are you talking about? She was like, okay, maybe we'll do a run walk. And I said, okay, we can run a little bit, walk a little bit, you know, kind of like a hit routine. We went out there and did two miles. And I am telling you, Erica, I felt amazing. I came home. I guess it was those endorphins or whatever. I was just like, wow, when do we do when do we do that again? And she was like, oh, somebody's got the bug, you know? And it was really from that summer, I remember it so vividly because it totally changed my life. It was June 2012. And I remember we went out for that run and I just felt amazing. My divorce still happened. I had all my other things still going on. But I didn't have to be in that space of, uh, you know, just not feeling good mentally. And I went and I did that and I just felt such a release of stress. Mm -hmm. And that became my way of managing my stress during the divorce. So that's what started fitness for me. Um, And then the other thing was um, shortly after, you know, that my younger son was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make some changes in his diet. And so I ended up just going organic for the entire house, you know, so that also worked because then my food was, you know, I had shifted our nutrition completely. Um, And, you know, around that same time, I was mourning the loss of my dad. My dad passed away from complications from diabetes. Mm -hmm. So I had all these different you know, things happening all at once. And I just knew something needed to change with the way I was leading my life to be present for my my son, to get through the divorce, you know, as sanely <laughs> as I could and to really continue my dad's legacy and, and do better. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, okay, Diana, you can do better. You know, like you have the knowledge, you have the information, make this work for you. And so I started to do it for myself. And I mean, my results were awesome. And people were asking me, what am I doing? You know, and I started doing some additional coaching for myself, training and coaching for Mm -hmm. myself for, you know, becoming a group fitness instructor and then doing functional nutrition training, you know, and I kind of just step by step added different trainings, emotional wellness and emotional intelligence training was another thing I did just to clear my own, you know, past traumas and things. But then I incorporated that into my fitness coaching program to help the women that I work with also, you know, bring some of those things forward. And so over the years, I've just continued training myself and using what I'm learning from my own personal training that I'm doing and incorporating into what I do for supporting people. I totally love that. And one thing I notice right now is there's this period, and I, I will confess the role I play in this, that this happens to me too, which is where you know what you need to do or you know something has to change, you know, yes. especially when it comes to all of these different spaces of wellness. So I'm not going to sit here for a second and go through all the dimensions of wellness, but just even looking at the, sim- we're going to, we're going to start narrow it and then we'll go out. Just looking kind of at the things that affect immediately will affect like your your physical wellness, such as movement and what you're supplying your body with, Mm -hmm. is that what are some of the main things you would tell someone that feels a little stuck as far as they know something needs to change? They know it's time for a change. 
but something keeps them from actually taking action? Hmm. That's a great question. So typically I ask people to get that out of them. I ask people, what is the one thing that you know, if you did, if you conquered, if you addressed, would push you so much farther along in your fitness journey or in your wellness journey, just in general, just being well overall. What is that one thing? I actually just did a Facebook Live on Mm -hmm. this topic in my Facebook uh, fitness accountability group. Um, And I just asked him, what is that one thing? It's like that big elephant sitting in the room, right? You know, if you really got consistent with your meals, that will push you forward. You You know, if you started to just show up for yourself with your movement. You know if you got proper sleep and stop liking everything on social media at 12 midnight, right? You know, so usually I'll ask that question. What is the one thing that you already know if you really focused on, if you really started to address, if you made it a priority, will push you forward? And then I say nothing. And I let them... (laughs) (laughs) you know, say what it is because they already know. Like you said, you already know something needs to change. And for most of us, we know what that thing is. We know what our biggest challenge is. Like what is the one thing that you're challenged with? What's the one thing that you keep falling off track on? Is it your meals? Is it alcohol? Is it sugar? Right? Is it motivation? Is it body confidence? And then I give them options to think of. And then once they decide which one it is, then we go down that path. And then we figure out, well, what's really under it, right? Mm-hmm. What's the payoff? What's the payoff for, for allowing this procrastination in this one area? What, what do you get out of it? Because that's why we do it. There's a payoff. <laughs> so then once we go through the payoff and we can figure out what, what is, what's in it, is it just allowing you to make an excuse? and get you off the hook. Like what is the payoff for you for not making this, you know, a priority. And then also the question I'll ask them is, are you ready to commit to the commitment? Right? Because we can say, Oh, I'm committed to losing 20 pounds. Okay. That's awesome. But are you ready to commit to what is required? Right? Those steps. So usually asking those specific questions And then also putting them in that vision focus of what would it feel like to actually do this work, right? This work that you want to do, that you know it's time to do, what would it feel like three months out, five months out, six months out to have lost the weight, lost your belly belly, you know, (laughs) toned and sculpted and all of this. What would that feel like? And just put them in that future, you know, focusing a lot of times that helps to get the things out, you know, that they want to do. Oh my God, this is a great conversation. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with more conversation from my amazing guest and yours truly on Better with Dr. Erica. Better with Dr. Erica. It's time for What's Up with Dr. Erica. I've made a career of being a traveling psychiatrist. So I used to be on planes all the time. But I stopped traveling with COVID because I'm serious about ducking and dodging this virus. I recently have gone back on the road and have been flying. It feels weird and strangely familiar. When seated on a recent flight, I heard the most adorable call with this cute older lady next to me. It was our family saying they loved her and already missed her. We hadn't even taken off yet, y'all. Afterwards, she apologized for the call being loud because her family had just given her an iPhone. I smiled and told her that it's not a problem and that I appreciate any time I get to hear some joy. So don't get so busy with rushing and being busy that you don't recognize the joy all around you. It can feel even better if you pause to soak in all of that joy. It's the little things that make life beautiful. I hope that you can have at least one moment of joy today and every day. Now back to the show. For all of you out there, if you notice, she talked about quite a few of the areas of the better seven, which are those seven essential areas that you really need to have in balance to have that life that you really truly desire to be better, do better, and live better. She slid sleep in there. She talked about 
steps or movement. She talked about supply as far as what you're eating and drinking. She also talked about self-confidence, how you feel about yourself, including self-talk. There are just so many different pieces. And, and one of the things I think that's that's coming out of this conversation is there are times where to move the needle, it's helpful to have help. Because Absolutely. a lot of times it's, it's just like any of us could have a workbook or read you know, watch some stuff on YouTube or or read some articles and it could say some stuff in it, but sometimes it's helpful to have someone actually walk you through it yes. and help you come up with customized strategies, but also to, to challenge you to see behind kind of that superficial because what really moved me, and it's a question um, not too long ago, I was literally thinking through or like if there were a handful of questions that would totally change your life if you answer them honestly. Now, these yeah. questions, they won't change your life if you're not honest with yourself. Absolutely. Because you're you're not going to get the right answer and you're not going to get an answer that's helpful. But what are some of those questions? And I, I, I think it's that one of asking, you know, are you willing to commit? You know, it's kind of all those questions that are like, are you willing to commit what is it worth to you? Yes. Are you willing to do the work? Yes. Do you really want it? Because there are things that will say, oh, I I, I want to look better or I want more energy. I want to sleep more. And it happens even with my patients or people I coach. And it's like, okay, you're tired. You need more sleep. Well, how about you go to bed at this time? Well, uh <laughs> Well, I watch TV and I like my evening wine. <laughs> you know? It's like, well, if you want to get a good amount of sleep, you're not going to be able to stay up all night watching TV and sipping on wine. And, and a lot of times the change that's going to help us get to all of these places we want to be, which is taking care of this vessel that we were given on all levels, is it's not easy and it's not convenient. I had to come to that. Yes. That... Um, that knowledge, because, you know, for all of you out there in podcast land, um, there was a period of time, actually, ironically, I think I was probably maybe 41. I think I just dated myself. I'm older than that now. <laughs> Where I was in literally the best shape of my life, literally. And then later, you know, you pick up pounds here, you do whatever. And then you're kind of thinking, you finally had this realization that having a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle is not convenient. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not convenient. It's not comfortable, but you get to be comfortable with the, you know, inconvenience of it. And, right? and that's it. Is that you get to it's be gonna... comfortable with that inconvenience because the benefit or benefits, I would say, that you get from that inconvenience. Like this morning, I didn't feel like going to the gym. But what did I do? I pulled my sneakers up <laughs> and I took my bunch of gym. It, it's not, it's not convenient at all. I'm going to have you yell at me because I have on workout clothes. <laughs> I, I, I just need to pop on my Peloton. That's like, that's probably cries every day because it's lonely. <laughs> well, we can, we can set up a meeting to do, you know what? Look at this. I have to do cardio tonight anyway. So we have a date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how you do it. <laughs> I, I know, I, I, I know, I know. And one of the other things I like that you talked about a little bit earlier was when you were dealing with some high level stresses and some overwhelm is that how that physical activity helped you. And I, I really yes. think sometimes people hear endorphins and it's like, it's not necessarily always you work out and you just feel like, I feel like I'm on top of the world. I feel great. Mm -hmm. But also I was reading this book called um, Burnout by I Amelia and Emily Nagoski. And they actually even talk about how physical exercise can also be a way to complete out the stress cycle. Okay. And I think sometimes exercise and movement do doesn't get the credit it deserves for actually being an emotional, emotional processing tool. Yes, definitely. And the beautiful thing about movement is you get to choose what it is. 
you know, somebody might like, you know, doing the Peloton. Someone else might like swimming. Another person might like tennis. I love soca. Remember I met you in Trinidad? I know. <laughs> I, 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 I miss it. I, I know. I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm going to be super back. fine by the time we can be back on the road at this rate. <laughs> But yeah, so you can make it be soak up dance, you know, you could do a dance cardio, you could do weight training, you really can create something amazing that you enjoy, that you want to do that you can't wait to do. So then it doesn't become work. It's like, look, I get to move my body, I get to feel amazing doing something I enjoy. Right. I'm a tennis player, so I love to play tennis. For me, that's something I look forward to. I burn a ton of calories, you know, and so you get to pick what it is for you. And then you start doing it and it becomes your one of your hobbies. Right. You can look at movement as a hobby and make it, you know, just infuse it into your life. Add, bring people. Right. Grab a friend, you know, make it something that it's not just you doing loon wolfing it. We love the lone wolf when it comes to fitness. <laughs> we want to do it in hiding. No, tell people what you're doing. People who you trust. People who would check on you and say, "Hey, Erica, did you do your workout today?" Hmm? Uh, <laughs> You'd be like, "Oh yeah." Oh. I feel so. I feel so. Uh, I feel so seen. <laughs> yeah, they can't so, see the. You know, I say you create. <laughs> yeah, you create the environment so you can succeed. Right. You put yourself smack in the middle of an accountability group or, you know, you get somebody to work with who you see is doing what you want to do. Right. Who's kind of a few steps ahead of you and you get support, you get accountability and then you start to show up for yourself. It works. That is wonderful. And I, I will admit, I, I have times where I'm phenomenal and times where I'm on the struggle bus, but we don't we get off do. the struggle bus. <laughs> We're going to get out the struggle bus. But I think one of the other things is I would I would remind everyone out there in podcast listener land is that sometimes the movement that brings you joy or excitement may change. So there are times you, you may switch it up or you may be yes. experimenting with something else um, because what what lights your fire one day may not light it, you know, the next year. You may yes. need a little and give yourself permission for that. And permit yourself to love different things and, you know, and, and just change with the times. Uh, maybe you get to a point where you can't go deep on those squats anymore, right? So then you find some a, a modification or you find something else you can do that still can tone your legs. Maybe you get ankle weights, right? And you do a whole floor routine with ankle weights as opposed to, you know, doing a machine or something else. So just be open to the possibilities of continuing this work well into your 80s. Literally, you can do this and you just get to move with it. You get to shift with it. And, you know, as you get older, you just find things that you're, that you're able to do that are still fun, but still challenging. You still want it to be challenging so that your body continues to transform with you. I love all of that. And I also love now that there are all these different communities because I remember, I remember at one point, because as I mentioned earlier, running is not my ministry. And I remember being almost jealous of everybody that was in Black Girls Run because they just seemed like they were having the best time ever all the time together. And I got so happy when there were other fitness communities other than runners because I'm like, I don't know if I can start running just because I want to be part of BGR. Like, it's but not- you know, some of them walk. Some of them will walk the whole 5K, you know? Well, and, the, and the great thing are there are so many communities now, yes. you know, from people, you know, the Peloton community to people doing ETM, E2M yes. to uh, just other kinds of groups or even meetups that are yes. kind of around fitness or even like you have a community of the people that work with you and different people will have communities associated with them. So it's all, I love now that it's not like there's one option. If you, you're right. not in BGR, you're just stuck. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love also that in all of these different communities, you get to pick and choose what you want out of it. You know, like um, in my, my uh, free group that I have, I'll go on and I'll do teaching sessions. 
I'll do, I, I do a ton of mindset work because I really feel that once your fitness mindset is locked in, you know, you're much more equipped to get back on track when you fall off. And it's inevitable. We all fall off. Right. But once you get your big why, like, OK, why am I doing this? What, what's important about me doing this work for me? Who gets to benefit when I'm succeeding? Right. And if I don't do this, what does that look like as well? Right. If I don't make the changes, what's down the pipe for me? Is it diabetes? Is it high blood pressure? Is it mm-hmm. stroke? Is what's what what's in my family history? Right. So getting the mindset piece down and teaching people about that, even if they're not working with me, you know, there are, I don't know, twenty seven hundred women in the free group. And a lot of them don't work with me one on one. Some of them do. But I still want to give that away so that at minimum they're getting the mindset piece worked out, you know, Mm -hmm. and if they choose later on, they want to come and work with me, then, oh, they get the whole thing, (laughs) you know, but yes, just giving them enough to get them started, even so that even if they end up going and working with somebody else or working on their own, they have that, that piece that they need to stay on track and be consistent. So yeah. And I'm thinking the groups give you that if you're in, you know, depending on the group that you're in. And I love that you mentioned that mindset piece because I I think that's a challenge for a lot of people as far as sometimes you'll know what's supposed to be the motivation, but something keeps getting in the way of actually doing it. Mm -hmm. So I think that mindset piece is huge and it's one of the reasons why sometimes it's helpful to work with someone and sometimes it ends up being even more than mindset and you may, it may be helpful to even have a therapist that when you start seeing, when you're able to kind of put together, okay, I know the benefits. I know I should do this. I know what I should be doing, but something gets in the way of me doing it. That sometimes then you may need more mindset work or you may need a therapist or a mental health professional to help kind of go underneath that and figure out what is getting in the way of you doing what you know is good for you. So that you can get that worked out so then you can shift into that action Mm -hmm. to do those other things for yourself. Absolutely. And I'm a huge proponent of, you know, when I have my first, you know, session with a client, we'll go over the medical history. I'll ask about depression. I'll ask about anxiety. I'll ask about thyroid disease. You know, I'll ask about, you know, just anything that I know will affect their ability you know, to do what we're going to be doing. And if there's an underlying, you know, uh, mood disorder, eating disorder, disordered eating, you know, or anything like that going on, I want to know that going into it. So I know, you know, who I'm working with. Right. And if there's something that I see that I know is above and beyond what I'm able to provide, I definitely will let them know, Hey, you will benefit from seeing a mental health provider to work on this piece while we're working on this other piece. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. that this, you know, a multidisciplinary approach to what overall wellness. And it's not just, oh, eat this, you know, do this workout. No, it's that, but it's also how are you doing? And I do mental checks with them once a week, like midweek and at Mm -hmm. the end of the week, how are you doing? Right? Because like you said, you could know all the things, but still not do it because the underlying thing is deeper. It could be depression, you know, it could be anxiety, it could be personality disorder, it could be, you know, so many other things under there. You are so right. And and even right now, we had I put that pin back in burnout is a lot of people are just literally between adulting as it was pre-pandemic, and then you add on everything that's pandemic related, is that people's capacity, their mental and emotional capacity are stretched so far that there's just not much in there. And, And one of the things that I find that I end up doing with a lot of the people I work with is one of the things we're working on is how do we give you more capacity back? Yes. Because you need that capacity to be able to do all these other things. Part of the reason you feel exhausted is because it's like driving a car on E. You don't have yes. any energy to do these things. Yes. So you can have somebody great like Dr. Diana working with you that knows all these phenomenal things and tools for you, but you have to have some level of mental capacity, emotional capacity, and baseline energy to actually put them into action. 
Absolutely. And also just setting some boundaries too, um, allowing yourself to say no to more work or allowing yourself to say no to things that are actually making your schedule so abundant <laughs> or, you know, to the point where you have no room, like we were talking about at the beginning, mm-hmm. you have no room to do your own self-care because there's just so many other things on your plate. So what can you delegate? What can you give to someone else to do, someone you trust? What part of your childcare can you delegate? What part of cooking can you delegate? I'm a big meal delivery <laughs> person, mm-hmm. you know, so I have my organic meals delivered, you know, because now that's one less thing I have to do. Right. So that opened up some space to give me the time to do the workouts. Right. I have somebody come and clean my house. That's one less thing I have to do. I have someone Let me who hold on to my tears because <laughs> with COVID, everything got jacked up. I felt so bougie when I thought I was going to. I realized how much time I feel like I waste perpetually cleaning my house. Yes. It makes me tear up just missing the people cleaning my house. Go, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, and I mean, my woman that comes to clean my house, she's been cleaning my house for 10 years. You know, she comes with her husband. They are here three, four hours, top to bottom. The stuff is done. You know, they have their mask on. I have my mask on. You know, we do what we have to do. And that's it. But giving yourself permission to allow people to help you and not be superwoman and must be on top of everything. That whole, you know, like controller. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I must be there for it all. No, you don't. You really don't need to be controller of everything, right? You can delegate some things, which will, uh, that's what makes me do what I'm doing. I'm not going to be running a menopause practice, running a coaching practice, doing locums, working in the ER, raising these kids all by myself. There's just no way if I didn't have help. So I'm the first to raise my hand yeah, I need help with this <laughs> and that mm-hmm. and that. <laughs> and, and and that's why I'm able to do what I do because I trust people enough to give take some things off my plate. And that buys my time back. Well, and that's a skill. I, I The older I am, I am and the more experience I get, that the art of asking for help is actually a skill. It doesn't seem like it should be a skill. But I realized it really is, and I have to laugh. Dr. Diana didn't get coached on what the better seven were, but she did the other two with her structure <laughs> and support. <laughs> so she's doing all my jam for me. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's huge, and I'm glad you you mentioned that, which is when we pull ourselves out of a lot of these things that we don't have to do directly and you get that additional support, then that allows you to actually put you back in your life and yes. schedule, you structure to schedule yourself and put yourself back in there um, yes. and and not be using your time. A lot of times people will talk a, about it a lot in kind of higher income settings as far as saying, if, if you are this type of professional, you shouldn't be doing the task that someone that a, a high school, a high school student or your, your little cousin could do for you you should be doing those high-end tasks. And that happens a lot with your life too, is it does it, you don't have to be a doctor for this to apply to you, is that, you know, if you need to spend time with your family, does it make sense to spend hours cleaning your house, hours doing laundry, where you can have someone do wash, dry, fold for almost nothing, and you could have spent that time cooking with your family, helping kids do their homework, Watching TV, doing date night with your significant other, or going to the spa or laying out by the pool. There are a million of other things you could be doing other than some of these things that I think it's almost like from a cultural standpoint, we were taught that these are are resources or privileges of the wealthy. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that. You really can find people you trust create that relationship with them. Let them know the deal. Like, look, I want you to be a part of, you know, my lifestyle moving forward. And you build that relationship with them. So they stay with you. Right. And as you get, you know, as you grow in your economics or in, you know, in, in whatever it is that you're doing for work, they grow with you, you know? So I've, my people have been coming along for the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, my, my cleaning woman, she saw my son and she, when she met us, he was like 15, 16 months. He's 11 now. And she's like, oh, wow. I've seen him grow, you know? <laughs> so she's like part of the family, really, you know, because her daughter babysat for me. You know what I mean? And so I just, when I form relationships, I form them and, you know, I just maximize them, you know, and um, it works for her. You know, we share Christmas gifts at the end of the year, you know, and so, yeah, so it doesn't have to be this thing where, you know, you have all these random people just coming into your life. You can literally start to build these relationships and they can be really, you know, a really good piece of, you know, creating this, the lifestyle that you want. Well, that is the perfect note for us to switch gears on, but I'm going to warn the people in podcast land. I think I'm going to have to have you back because there's still all these things I want to talk about, (laughs) but I'm not going to do like some of the podcasts that I actually listen to. And this end up being like a two and a half hour podcast episode because I decided to talk about all the things (laughs) in one episode. (laughs) So hopefully Dr. Diana will like me enough to come back. Are you having a great time? Well, don't go anywhere. We'll be back soon with my guest, Dr. Diana. Better with Dr. Erica. It's time for the better tip of the week. My name is Dr. Erica and I have a confession. I recently discovered reels. I knew they were out there, but I hadn't really been looking at them. Oh my gosh. I'm still convinced that whoever created these algorithms for social media made a deal with the devil because it's so easy to get sucked in and literally lose time, even hours. My tip for this week is to put time limits on social media so you still have time for other things. The anxiety of being rushed or not getting things done can be so uncomfortable and at times overwhelming. Social media can be a fun way to connect, but make sure that it is not stealing your time because these algorithms can make sure that you get totally sucked in. So guess what? That's the better tip of the week. Be mindful of your time on social media and schedule it on your schedule. That way it will keep you from spending more time than intended. Welcome to Goodwin Medical Associates, where we provide customized, caring telepsychiatry that is delivered with compassion by a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist. Don't you know that everyone, including you, deserves great mental health? Visit www.goodwintelepsych.com for more information and to book your free consultation. Let me introduce you to Better Nation. Better Nation is the community of people that follow the Better with Dr. Erica podcast that are like you and want to be better, do better, and live better. By becoming a member of Better Nation, you also get to receive member-only bonus content to put you officially in the inner circle, show notes with timestamps so you don't have to search for your favorite moments, and some bonus free coaching tools. So visit joinbetternation.com. That's joinbetternation.com to become a VIP and be a part of Better Nation. Back to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. So we're going to switch gears into the speed round. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, let's do it. All right. First question. What are your three favorite songs? Mm, I like um, anything by Beyonce, but... (laughs) I'll go with Halo. I love Halo. Aww. I love 7-Eleven, the little fast one. <laughs> and I love Level Up. Level Up by Sierra. So you see, I'm all into that. <laughs> I feel like we are getting your workout playlist. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like these are all very good songs for cardio or fast lifting. Yes. <laughs> now, now we know what you're listening to. Uh, the next thing is, what is one free thing that you do for self-care? I drink water. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. I'm not mad at that. I drink water. Yes. Yeah, so uh, basically half my body weight. So I make sure I get my ounces of hydration because it's just great for your joints. It's great for, you know, having regular you know, regularity with your bowel movements is great for feeling full, right? If you drink your mm-hmm. water before you eat, you feel full longer. You have less cravings. It's so many benefits from hydration. So yes, it's free. <laughs> My, I have a follow-up question. Yes. To make it fancy, do you ever drink out of a special glass, a fancy glass, special carafe, anything like that? Or is it just the water itself? It's just the water. 
Like, <laughs> I, I just just need to know how many extra layers of fanciness there. <laughs> I might put I might put some branch chain amino acids in it and drink okay. that throughout the day, or you know, add one of my little supplements or something like that. But no, just okay. the water. <laughs> What's something about you that most people don't know, and it doesn't have to come from the skeleton closet? <laughs> I'm a gardener. I'm a, I'm a plant mom. I've got wow. over 20 plants in my house. <laughs> and yes, I garden. <laughs> I love it. You're ready for the pandemic. <laughs> so what's something that helped you get through the pandemic? Oh my gosh. Um, staying connected. Mm-hmm. Staying connected. You know, FaceTime became my friend. <laughs> I'm like, look, we can still see each other, girl. Get on there. (laughs) Staying connected. I mean, because again, like I said before, a lot of us like to lone wolf our way through tough times, right? We like to lone wolf it, not call people, just stay in our little corner. And I'm the one to be like, I'm maybe it's my Sagittarius, you know? (laughs) I'm like, hello. I mean, you know, I'm one of those people, I'm going to be the first one to call. And check in, you know, so the connection piece, calling people, checking in, who has it been, who is it in your life that you really have been wondering, how are they doing in this pandemic? Imagine calling them, they would be happy to hear from you, right? So that has really worked for me is staying connected. I love it. And the last one, are you ready? I have to be. I don't know. I feel like I have to do spirit fingers that nobody can see. What would you like to be remembered for? Ah, I would like to be remembered for my generosity. Oh, I love it. I'm getting the warm and fuzzies, all of them. (laughs) Yes. um, It's just something that happens to me when I give up myself to others. So it could be knowledge. It could be time. It could be support. But it's so you know, it's part of my emotional wellness to give. I feel like giving, you know, in whatever capacity makes me feel good and it -hmm. it helps and supports and uplifts the other person. So it's a win-win. Okay. Yeah. It's a win-win. It helps everybody. And then the ripple effect of that, right? When you give and you give so freely and someone else benefits, who then benefits from them being well? The ripple effect is just amazing. I I would mic drop and end right now, but um, there's a little bit that has to be done before I end the show because I feel like that's a really great note. So I want to transition that in. Do you have any final thoughts or takeaways for the people in podcast land? Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, I would say, you know, if health and wellness is something that is important to you, Just spend some time thinking about what is it that you haven't done, you know, that you know, once you do it, you will be in a much better place um, with your fitness, with your wellness, with your overall self-care. What is it? And you can be honest with yourself with that question. And then how do you see it come to fruition? What do you get to do? Who do you have to be? Right? Who do you get to be to actually see it come to fruition? Because sometimes it's a different person than who we are right now. So who do you get to be to create the person that you want to become? You don't make me have like little. I think I think my eyes are sweating. Um, yeah, if I was my best friend, I'd say I'd have thug tears, but there's nothing thuggish about me. So I can't have thug tears. <laughs> So who do you get to be? Think about it. You know, what ways of being do you need to embody to really create this lifestyle you want? Oh, I love it. And since, you know, I already told people that they need to find you. Where can they find you? Uh, So I'm on most of the platforms. Uh, On Facebook, uh, I'm Dr. Di Fitness. So it's D-R-D-I Fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S. And on Instagram, I am Dr. Die Fit Life. So that's D-R-D-I-F-I-T-L-I-F-E. Those are the two common ones. Um, there's a website that's Dr. Die Fit Life as well. 
Uh, but Facebook and Instagram are pretty, two easy ways to find me. Oh, well, thank you for letting the people know where to find you because I know people that have worked with her. Oh my God, they totally love you. <laughs> just saying, just saying. But it's one of the beautiful things is you have such a wonderful spirit. You know, yes. one thing I we can all say about you is you're not one of those do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> <laughs> you're a do what I say, do what I do. <laughs> and that, that's very refreshing. Good. It feels good. And I show my clients everything. I'd be like, okay, y'all, this is what it looks like. <laughs> When you're on the struggle bus, <laughs> right? So they get to see, you know, me thriving. They get to see me struggle and they get to see me pull out of the struggle, right? So it's not like I'm just giving them this face of, oh, everything is good all the time. No, it's not. It's how you pull through those tough times too that really can, you know, empower and motivate the people that you're influencing. So I think it's good for them to see all of it. I love it. And, um, my final thoughts. The first thing is I have to say thank you, Dr. Diana, so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend quality time with us and giving of yourself so freely. Um, it really what warms my heart. Fun. Thanks to all of you all in podcast land for listening to us, because I know there are zillions and zillions of podcasts out there. So the fact that you chose mine makes me feel special. My final takeaway today is simply because Dr. Diana said so much, I don't have to say much at this point, is simply get help. <laughs> is that when we're on this journey of healthy lifestyles, especially when it comes to movement and healthy eating, and today we talked more about movement, is that if help is you have a hard time without a trainer. If health is, you need a health or wellness coach. If health help is an accountability partner or some type of of group, um, so that you have additional support. But most most of us will benefit from some type of help. I can't tell you what that help looks like for you. And also, if it's a situation where part of what's getting in the way of you getting that movement is your mobility or some things physically going on to see your, see your doctor. You know, if, if your, your knee tweaks every time you move it, you may need something, you know, maybe mm -hmm. something as simple as a supplement or understanding what range of movement works for you, or there may be certain exercises um, that may help because you may have flexibility issues. So like yoga or swimming, there's just a wide variety of things, but just to be able to get the help you need so that you can maximize everything that this wonderful body you were given could actually do. And to be open that if if you have some of these resources and you feel like there's still all of these mental blocks, that be open to seeing, seeing someone like me, a mental health professional, to see if there's something else underneath there that is causing these mental health blocks that's more than a coach is going to be able to walk you through that we may be able to assist with getting those things underlying there taken care of so that you can make the most out of everyone else that you're working with. So get help. There are so many things I wanted to talk about today and didn't get a chance to make it to all of them because I was not going to hold you hostage all day. So I'm so happy that um, we have audio proof that Dr. Diana said she would come back. <laughs> Audio um, proof. <laughs> yes. Yes, I yes, yes. I it is documented. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, number one, thanks for listening. Number two, I need a couple of favors. One is if you could give the pod a subscribe or follow. That way, you know, anytime something drops and, you know, pretty soon we're going to be dropping bonuses and stuff, even though the podcast generally drops on Tuesdays, there's going to be some extra stuff coming and you want to be able to catch it when it comes. The next is, um, if you also like it, can you give me a rate and a review? It helps us bring better content to you. That would really mean a lot to me. Um, and if I can be like those shameless Uber drivers and be like, can I please get five stars, please? I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. The next is I just want you to give yourself one big hug, but not if you're driving. And, and just remember that you are worth it. Number one, you deserve to have a great life. You deserve more than a narrative of the struggle bus or just getting by. You, you deserve all of it. 
And to get all of it, it's going to take some investment in yourself, especially when it comes to time, energy, and action. And I want you to know that you're worth that. So until we meet next time, again, we, we t- I told you where you can find us. I told us when you can find us. Um, you have Dr. Diana's info. It's also in the podcast description. Please check her out. Follow her. You won't regret it. And until next time, you can always binge the pod. You know how to find me. So I guess that's all I got to tell you today. So until next time, have a better day. Find me on social media at Dr. Erica, D-O-C-T-O-R-E-R-I-C-K-A on all social media and online at betterthepodcast.com. That's betterthepodcast.com. If you like what you heard, tap on that subscribe or follow button, then click share and click rate and review. Now, don't panic if you don't see rate and review. Sometimes it mainly shows up on Apple Podcasts and Audible. But I appreciate hearing your feedback. Check back weekly for new episodes. They drop on Tuesday mornings. Until next time, be better, do better, live better. Better with Dr. Erica.